Hello, and welcome to another episode of Of Sound Health. My name is Dr. Sabrina Castaneda, and this is our final episode for the spring season. Today, we're going to be discussing some of the books I intend to read this summer, and I would encourage you to read them as well. They look incredibly interesting, and when we get back together, they will form part of our next episode series. So, the first book I would highly recommend that we read is What is Life by Paul Nurse. He is a winner, a Nobel Prize scientist, and I've read many of his articles, and I'm so looking forward to his book. In this, he describes five great ideas in biology and their uses. So that's a great way to start understanding more about contemporary biology and many of the things that we find ourselves confronted with every day regarding our health and our healing. And talking about health and healing, I already read one of these books, but I'm actually going to reread it as kind of a prequel review for the second book by Norman Deutsch. I think it's Deutsch, Deutsch. Um, The Brain That Changes Itself. He's a doctor that talks about stories of personal triumphs from the frontiers of brain science. What I really enjoy about this book is he explains very clearly the history and provides lots and lots of case studies about how the neuroplasticity of the brain helps us heal ourselves and that it is truly our behaviors, moods, and thoughts that can change our brain and change our lives. So while that's not a new book, his newer paperback, his newer book has just come back in paperback and it's called The Brain's Way of Healing. Remarkable Discoveries, Recoveries from the Frontiers of Neuroplasticity. So he goes in more depth about neuroplasticity in his second book. So I'm super thrilled to be able to read that. And talking about neuroplasticity and our behaviors, moods, and thoughts that initiate this neuroplasticity is um, Altered Traits. This is a way of describing how the science reveals how meditation changes your mind, brain, and body. This is by Daniel Goleman, G-O-L-E-M-A-N, and Richard J. Davidson. We've talked about them before, Dr. Davidson at University of Wisconsin. And it is amazing. It is incredible, and I'm super excited to be able to read it. Again, I've read many books by both of them. However, this is going to have going to probably be a primer on understanding the power of meditation and the scientific background and research supporting its use. If there's going to be neuroplasticity is not the question. The question is, how can we direct the neuroplasticity that we are experiencing day to day? Everything we do is training and creating a pathway in our mind. You can think of it as a field and the well-trodden field creates a path where there is no grass. And every action, every thought, every mood that we consider uh, entertaining and we entertain it frequently will result in a well-trodden path. And that will become our default for where we walk, just as as you see when there's a field and there's a path, people will walk there. 
your brain is no different. So one of the things you might want to say to yourself before you engage in something is, do I want to do this consistently? Because if I do not, I do not want to get started because I might find myself falling consistently into doing this all the time. It's very empowering. And so most of these books um, are going to be fun. However, they're going to also be very empowering and very educational. That is, they're going to draw out of from you that which you know and pair it with new information to assimilate into your life. So those are those books. Those of you who have a passion and are wondering about whether you want to make it into your own business, I have started seeing more and more clients uh, privately um, apart from a hospital institution or clinic. So I am interested in this book. It was recommended to me and it is called Mind Your Business, a workbook to grow your creative passion into a full-time gig by Ilana Griffo, G-R-I-F-F-O. And I'm going to give it a whirl. It's sort of a workbook and book uh, all together in one. So it's very didactic, yet very interactive. It's kind of like a guided journal to making your passion into your business. So I am looking forward to integrating this into my private coaching practice and well-being practice and um, seeing how it helps my business. Talking about habits, how about the habit of joy? Our moods are our choices. And the more we realize that, the more we can direct that neuroplasticity I talked about. And to help us with that, there's an awesome book called The Book of Joy written by the Dalai Lama, great meditator, Desmond Tutu, great contemplative prayer, and Douglas Abrams. I'm not familiar with him, but once I read his, this book, I will find out more about him. However, this book too has practices and practical uh, applications. I already flipped through some of it, hence why I'm thinking of doing it and re- doing their practices and reading this this summer and yes I'm going to have a busy summer am I really going to be able to read all this by August I hope so I think I will and the next book that I'm going to recommend is a book of um, poetry and or essays the writing life Um, this is by Annie Dillard she is the winner of the Pulitzer Prize and it's more like um prose it's not poetry and I again I have not read these books however Annie Dillard is one of my favorite essayist poets um and she's just all around wow so I am wanting to read that and as you know I'm a big believer in poetry as a way for healing by reading it writing it and um I myself write poetry Uh, and have found it to be one of the best ways to explore the interior vastness that we have within us and to increase our capacity for compassion, self-compassion, more importantly, more importantly than anything else, because the lens through which we look at other people is how our heart is. 
And the only way that we'll be able to embrace other people is if we embrace ourselves in our entirety. So I would highly recommend that book, The Writing Life, especially if you're interested in integrating poetry into your life or into your practice. The other book I'm going to be reading, which is an investigative reporter goes exploring many of the mind-body modalities that we talked about in previous episodes. It's called The Magic Feather Effect, and it's by Melanie Warner, and I am, it looks incredibly fun. She goes to visit energy healers, um, hypnotists, everything, right? The gamut. So it should be a lot of fun to see what her impressions are and what her experiences are, because I kind of feel that she's going to be a little bit surprised like I was, because I was very much the skeptic explorer about most of these modalities and I experienced the power that they had for myself and in my clients and I can only say that I am so happy that finally technology has caught up that allows us to research it to expand on these modalities to research these modalities and finally get them to the people that can benefit from them most which is everyone but maybe people on a healing journey or a spiritual development journey will find these even more helpful. And towards that end, still speaking about poetry and healing, I'm so looking forward to reading this book called The Rumi Prescription. For those of you not familiar with Rumi, he's a Sufi poet who is remarkable. There are not enough words. You have to read his poems to be aware and to experience the enthrallment. You can Google him. Coleman Barks is one of the most well-known translators of Rumi. This book is, um, the subtitle of it is How an Ancient Mystic Poet Changed My Modern Manic Life. So Melody Motsi, she uh, experiences the Rumi poetry as a prescription, I'm guessing again. Like I said, this is my summer reading, so I have not read the book. But I'm opening out, I'm opening up the book right now, and I'm just going to flip to the page and hopefully randomly there will be a quote by Rumi that I can read to you to finish this episode, this spring season episode so that you can get started um, reading (laughs) your summer list. So this is what I came upon. The quote is by Rumi. Quit keeping score if you want to be free. Love has ejected the referee. Um, That should give you an idea of Rumi. Here's another one. Anxiety is like an axe. So let your worries remit. They'll They'll cut off your own foot and think nothing of it. <laughs> and then... Quit being a drop. Make yourself an ocean. Abandon your ego and reap the beloved's devotion. The beloved is God's source, universe. Um, This is my reading list for this summer. I look forward to meeting meeting up with you all again in August, where we will have a lineup focused on continued well-being and more adventures in the journey to healing, health, and 
personal and spiritual development. Thank you so much for having heard the spring season. And I hope that you find these books fascinating as I have found them and worth their time for reading. Have a great evening and I wish you a fabulous, restful, health, healthy and full of joy summer until the fall. for listening today of Sound Health will post new episodes every Monday. Start your week by exploring and experiencing new and beautiful approaches to enhance your everyday well-being. To continue the conversation, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast player or app. Until next week. Mm-hmm.